Welcome back, you guys, to episode five of I Have No Filter. Before we get into this episode, I just want to say thank you guys so much for your support, for listening, for your downloads. It's truly amazing. I just want to say that my heart is so full and I just appreciate all your support and all the comments that you've been leaving me. I'm so glad you guys are enjoying the show. And just so you know, for those of you that did not know my mom can get like that, yeah yeah and to answer your question yes she is like that all the time and even more so now that i'm older because now we can talk about this kind of stuff so i hope you really enjoyed episode four this episode i am flying solo today it's just gonna be me so i hope you enjoy my lovely voice and there's just only a few topics that i want to talk about something that my friends and i have brought up this past week and um you know one of my friends jasmine um she was on episode three she was ta- she sent a video earlier this week and it was about a, a young man talking about, you know, advice to men saying, find a woman that's going to simplify your life. And I think I talk about this in episode one where I say, you know, enjoy the simple things in life. Enjoy someone that's going to make you happy, that's going to bring positive energy into your life. And he he was basically speaking truth to what I was saying, which was great. Cause I was like, I don't want to be talking out of my ass, but I wasn't. And, and I think it's just common sense for you to have a, someone in your life. Who's simple. Who's, who's not going to bring drama. Who's not going to bring negativity into your space because life is hard enough. Life is already a shit show. If you are riding through this shit shit show (laughs) with someone who is just going to make it like a a joy ride, then just do it. You shouldn't have to to live a shit show and then go home and have another shit show on your shoulders. It just it 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 just doesn't make sense to me. And I don't know why anyone else would want to go through that man or woman. So, you know, in the video, he was just saying, you know, find a partner, find someone who is just going to help you build as a person to help you grow into the man that you want to become and I think that is super super important because sometimes we need that support system we need that romantic partner in our lives who is going to continue that positive energy that 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 support that our family and friends give us because we're not going to be with our family and friends 24-7. You know, there's a point in our lives where we do move to other state, um, cities and states probably, and we sometimes move out of the country. And we are away from people that have given us that support. And sometimes when you're in a romantic relationship, you need that person to continue providing that support, to continue providing that positive energy in your life so you can be a better person, not only for you, but for the person you're with and for your family and your friends to see that you're progressing. And I think that's a lovely thing. And I think what he had to say, and I will get his, I, I don't remember his name and I don't even think he gave his name in the video, but it was just a snippet of a, of an older podcast. And I just think, I, I just loved what he had to say about that. So for all those young women and young men out there, just find someone who's going to be positive who's just going to be the light at the end of the tunnel who when you know when you're coming home from a hard day's work they're ready with a foot rub they're ready with a glass of wine or a a Hennessy and coke I don't know what you'd like to drink hard liquor I don't know a fruity drink who knows a mixed drink you know who's just going to help you de-stress to come down to a very level-headed 
just level head, you know, level you out, who's just going to help you de-stress. Just all of the stress of your day just wastes away with them. And I think that's very important. So speaking of relationships, another video that Jasmine sent to me earlier this week was um, quite interesting. I was very shocked. Very, very shocked. It's apparently, I, I'm, I'm going to say new. It's new to me. I'm sure it's nothing new. I'm sure it's, this has been around for a very long time, but it's something that's new to me. There's a relationship out there that's called domestic discipline relationship. Yes, a domestic disciplined relationship. And it is, it is exactly what you are thinking. Exactly. The wife has rules that is set by the man and they, the woman has to follow it. And if they don't follow it to the T, if they break a rule, there are punishments. Now, the first thing that came to my mind when I saw this video was like, oh my gosh, this is like a really weird sexual dominant and submissive thing. Completely wrong. Apparently, this is, I guess, some sort of relationship that helps, that helps kind of go, th- deviate, not deviate, it, it, it allows the couple to know what roles they're playing in a relationship. To me, I think the roles are pretty much clear. The man, you know, you, you, if you want a certain relationship, you sit down with your man being like, listen, I will do X, Y, Z, and I will do X, Y, Z. That's it. But apparently this couple needs clear rules and clear consequences when those rules are broken in order for their marriage to work. This is a black couple. Through me. Absolutely through me. And... I guess I need to come out of that. I need to come out of this like stigmatism of oh, black people don't do this because apparently we have adopted. Like my mom said in our last episode, you know, in our black culture, there are certain couples who have adopted other cultures way of living. All right, cool. If that's what works for you, if that what works for your relationship. Who am I to say that you were wrong or right? It just something that you don't hear very often in the black culture. That's not really talked about because as black women, you know, we are seen as strong, we are seen as very independent. And for her, for this woman to submit herself to this type of, this sort of relationship was very interesting. The other interesting part that I, that shocked me was she was the one that brought this up to her husband. Apparently she read this book about domestic discipline relationships and she really liked it and she brought it up to her husband and, you know, he said that, he at first he didn't want to do it at all. He said he thought he was punishing his wife. He thought it was abusive, emotionally abusive. But you know, for months she was trying to convince him, and he finally was like, "Fine, let's try it." So he said in the beginning it was very weird. You know, he felt that he was emotionally abusing his wife, and that it was very uncomfortable for him. But the more they did it, the more they got used to it, and now he's cool with it. So to get more into this. The rules that she has, of course, is any other rules that any other misogynistic person would have. She has to cook, she has to clean, take care of the kids, and make sure her husband is happy. Now, the one thing that she doesn't have to do is grill and cut the grass. He does that. Hmm. I will post this video on Instagram, on my, on my Instagram page, I have no underscore filter, and I want your thoughts on it. And I want you guys to pay particularly attention to how her children treat her, right? So, you know, the, the, 
the reporter that's doing the story on the on this couple, they talk to the children. The children are very aware of the relationship. They know what's going on. The couple has, you know, explained to them what, what type of relationship they're in. And the, my favorite person out of this whole family is the daughter. She goes, yeah, I understand it. It's not something that I would do, but I get it. Oh, my goodness. She was my... She was, like, saving grace in this video. I was like, she's the only person that's making sense. Now, granted, I'm not judging their relationship. What works for them works for their, you know, works for their marriage. That's just something I wouldn't do. And the only reason that I couldn't do that was, one, there is no one that's going to tell me what my place is because I love to work. I love what I do. I enjoy what I do. And I like to be active. If you stick me in a house all day, I will go crazy. I have to do something. I have to go outside. I need to work. I need to make sure my life is filled with purpose, that what I'm doing is very purposeful, and I'm making a difference into the world. If you're just going to stick me inside of a house and just say, take care of the kids and cook, I'm going to leave you because I'm more, I'm, more, I'm more than that. I know my worth. I know what type of person I am. I know what I can bring to the table. And I, I know that I am more than just cooking, cleaning, and taking care of the kids, even though I enjoy that. I enjoy cooking for my family. I enjoy keeping, you know, a tidy area, a clean area. I enjoy, you know, when my, you know, my little cousins are at my house and I get to play with them, take care of them, and then I usher them back to their parents. Okay, here, I am done. Take them back. They, listen, they are the best birth control ever. All right, you ever want to stop... Oh, uh, your daughter from having kids, send them with your bad cousin, your bad nep- nieces and nephews. Best birth control in the world. What? Take them back. Here. I love you. Bye. Okay. Go home. All right. So I, I honestly can't wait to be a mom. I, I would love to have kids one day. Not now. I am still working on myself. I am still trying to find that person that I would love to have kids with. Haven't met that person yet, but I'm, I'm excited to see who it might be. But I, I know that I, I would love to be a mom. I would love to, you know, have my uh, a set of my own kids. I feel like I'm a very loving and nurturing person. But in my marriage, and I've said this before, it needs to be a partnership. We need to work together. There is one thing that I find in, uh, in kids is that they tend to gravitate more towards their mom because, of course, mom is always there and it's going to be there and you know the husband's working they're trying to provide especially if it's a stay-at-home mom I get that nothing wrong with that but I want my kids to have a relationship with their father as well you know I just don't want it to only be me you know growing up both of my parents were working at one point and then you know my mom had to stop working because my brother came along and my mom was at the house all the time of course when you're with one parent all the time you form a certain attachment a, a closer attachment And my dad, he was working, providing. And, you know, my dad and I, the the one relationship we always kind of gravitated towards was swimming. Um, For those of you who don't know, my dad was my my swim coach for a very long time. That was the one thing we did together. Um, When it came to any other sports that I did, I, you know, I danced ballet. I did African dance. I did gymnastics. I did soccer. I was also, I also did acrobats. Yes, I walked stilts. I did acrobats. It was, I had a fun childhood. I had amazing activities I was in. But my mom was there for the most of it. And not that my dad didn't want to be there, just he had to work. 
I would love for my dad to have been there. But the one thing that he was there for me and always supported me in was swimming. That was like the one thing that we did, you know, together. And I loved it. And now that I'm older, I kind of look back and I notice that, you know, when my dad and I kind of talk, we're trying to build the relationship we didn't have when I was younger. And not saying that it's difficult, but it's my dad has to kind of relearn me. You know, I'm not the same person or I'm not the same little girl I was so many years ago. I'm a different Sydney. Like I'm I'm an, a 20 I'm the 24 year old Sydney right now. And I think my dad and I are trying to kind of find our footing in that and in our new the father daughter relationship. And it's working. I, I think um, <laughs> I think my dad's trying now trying to see me as an adult and not like a little girl anymore. And, you know, we now are starting to talk about guys and he's being a little bit more vocal about, you know, what guys I should date and be with. And, and before he wasn't like that at all. He was like, Sydney, you're not having sex until you're married and blah, 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 blah. And I think listening to my podcast now, especially after listening to episode four, I think he's kind of making that, that turn. He's trying to, he's seeing me as an adult. I think he's seeing me as a grown woman. And I know that's hard for him. I know it's a difficult conversation for him to have with me, especially about sex, especially about, you know, my experiences. It's very, very difficult. And I don't talk to him about that a lot because I know it's it's uncomfortable and I don't want to make him feel uncomfortable. I want him to be open and to be honest with me. So slowly but surely we're we're getting there. And I'm and I'm I love my dad. He's always been my biggest supporter. He's always been He's always been there for me and he's never he's never he's never allowed me to fall and not feel like he's not going to be able to pick me up. He's always been there for me and both of my parents have. They both have been my biggest supporters, but I don't think my dad realizes how much that I look up to him and how much he has given me and how much I realize he has given me and been there for me. I mean, my dad is like the most amazing person you could ever meet. And he's just, he's just awesome. Like I love my dad and I would do anything for him. He's he's an awesome person. But um, anyway, I know I trailed off topic like that. I I just love my parents. I love my family. I would, uh, I would honestly, you know, I, I would, I would take a bullet for all three of them. I would, including our dog Spike, love him to bits. But anyway, going back to this domestic discipline relationship, um, you're probably wondering, oh, so Cindy, what are the consequences? Well, let me tell you what the consequences are to this backwards ass relationship. Um, so one of the consequences is if she breaks a rule, she has to write lines. Oh, yes. She has to write lines and whatever line he wants her to write. One of them, I think, was in the video, I will always obey my husband, blah, 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 blah. I don't know. Whatever that line was. She had to write 10 pages worth of lines. You're kidding me. Like, honestly, are you serious? No. I don't have the time, know the patience, and I cannot stand handwriting. I had to do it all through elementary and middle school. Your hand cramps up, your fingers get tight, your wrist starts to hurt. I, I just can't. 
I can. And then when I hold my pencil a certain way, and because I've done that, I have like a little bump on my right middle finger. It hurts like hell. Hurts like hell sometimes. And I just could not see myself, a grown woman, married, doing that. Not me. So here's my opinion on this. I told you that she's the one that brought this up to her husband. She's the one that wanted this sort of relationship. Here's what I think of it. There was something in her life, whether she was a child and she saw her parents' marriage or maybe a lack of a father figure, whatever, something happened in her life that made her very insecure. And if you see the video, you'll know what I'm talking about. She does not seem to me, this is my opinion. I'm not a therapist. I'm not anything. I'm just simply giving my opinion on something that I saw. To me, she does not seem like a very confident woman. She seems like she got married not knowing what a wife is supposed to do. Like, you know the basics. Okay, I know I have to cook and, you know, make sure food is on the table. And if I have kids, I know I have to take care of them, whatever. But I feel like she needed a playbook. Like, she needed a guide to know how to be a wife. Because the rules that are set for her are pretty simple. Like, it's common sense. And I'm not just saying just for the wife to do. I'm just saying as a couple, you know, you divvy up chores. So one night he might wash a dish the other night. What, whatever it is, that's how it, you know, how, whatever you guys decide in your, your marriage or your relationship, that's how, it, that's how it goes. But for her to need a playbook, a guide to know how to be a wife... Eh, like, really? I was like, first of all, a wife is just a title, right? It's just something you get when you get married. There's no, like, playbook that comes with it. Because I know a lot of wives that don't cook or clean. Okay? It just, it is what it is. They're just a wife, right? They're, they're the wives to their husbands. Just like some husbands are stay-at-home dads and the wives are, they go and make the money, it's just how it is. There, I feel like there are no chores or jobs when it comes to those titles. It just, you are that. You become that once you decide to get married. He is my husband. I am his wife. But just because I'm a wife does not mean I need to be barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen cooking and cleaning. I'm sorry. I'm his wife. I am his partner. I am his, I am his confidant. I am someone that he comes to when he needs something. That's me, right? My personality, he's marrying my personality. He's marrying, he's marrying me for who I am and not what my chores are or it's supposed to be. And if that's the case, guys would just be going out saying, hey, you, come here. You're going to be my wife because as a wife, you're supposed to cook and clean. That's how supposed, if that's the case, if we're just getting married because of the, the damn chores. Let's just do that. Let's just go out on the street, pick a person. Okay, you're my husband. Now I'm going to stop working and you go make money. I just feel like th- if that's what you want, go ahead. By all means, just get married to random people. And because you're a wife, there's just, this is what you're supposed to do. And because you're a husband, this, that's what you're supposed to do. If that's how you think marriage is supposed to be, then just pick a random person to marry, honestly. Honestly. That's not, for me, that's not what marriage is. I am committing myself to one person. I'm committing my, my, my feelings, my emotions. I'm, I'm committing everything about me, body and soul to this one person. We better have some sort of connection, some, something. 
because I can't see myself spending the rest of my life with someone that's going to feel like a roommate. What? A roommate? Boy, you should start paying rent. Let's split these bills. Okay? That's just, look, that's just me. That's just me. I'm going to start ranting about it. <sighs> Whatever. I, I, I just don't understand it. That's something I could never do. I couldn't submit myself to a man like that. That, that, mm-mm, mm-mm. We have to work together. This is a, it's teamwork. Teamwork makes a dream work. I just, I just want to be with someone that I can be happy with, that will, we can cherish the little things in life, and we can just travel the world together. That's it. That's all I want. I'm, I'm very simple. It doesn't take much to make me happy. A guy can come home with my favorite candy and ice cream, and I'll start crying. I swear to God, I'll just break down in tears because you remembered what I liked. You remembered what treats make me happy. That's what that that right there, that gesture means more to me than you taking me out to a five star restaurant and having like a dozen roses surrounded around me. Any guy can do that. Any guy with very little money can save up money to do that one thing one time. But for you to come home with my favorite treats on days where I say, you know, I'm really I'm really having a stressful day and I come home and you just have that on the counter. Are you serious? Oh, you getting some tonight? What? Just made my day. I'm having a better day now that I'm home and I can eat this junk food, right? And then hit the gym later <laughs> and get laid in on it tonight. What? Are you kidding me? That's just me. I love the little things. Absolutely love the little things. The little things mean more to me than anything because you're paying attention. You're listening to, you're listening to me when I'm, when I'm speaking. You are listening, you are registering, and you are saving that information because you know this is what puts a smile on my face. And you have the, that determination to want to put a smile on my face anytime you see me. And I love that. Absolutely love it. <sighs> Sorry, just got lost. Got lost a little bit. Domestic discipline relationship, not for me. I don't like it. Uh, I can't do it. I can't see myself being in that relationship. So, yeah. <laughs> on that note, I'm going to end it here, guys. I don't want to ramble on. This is going to be a very quick episode. I'm so glad that, you know, you guys are listening to me and downloads. The downloads are extremely important for me. I'm trying to grow this platform. I'm trying to grow this podcast. I really want to get more people on here. What I really want are the guys. Fellas, please don't be scared. Join me. I'm not scary. I promise. It's so easy to want to to ask me to be on my show. Just follow me on I have no underscore filter on Instagram. Shoot me a DM. We can talk about what you want to talk about. I know on here I talk about a lot about relationships and all that. We don't have to talk about that. I am open to any topic, to learning new things. I I just I want to get you fellas on here. Come on, defend your gender. We've been I've been talking to my girls on my show, and I want to get you guys on here. I need your opinion. Just let me know what you think. Come on now. Next week, Sunday, I'm not posting anything because I know it's Super Bowl. I will be home watching the game. I am jumping on the bandwagon. Go Chiefs. I want to say tomorrow is the first day of Black History Month. I am so excited. I have interviews lined up that I can't wait to share with you guys. And one show that you should really look forward to listening to is on Valentine's Day. I'm not going to tell you who it's with, but I'm really, really excited about that one. I, I think that's going to be a really funny one. It's going to give different different perspectives about relationships and dating in Miami from 
different point of view. So I'm really excited about that show. But again, I just want to thank you guys for listening, um, for tuning in, for supporting me. Thank you for listening to episode five. You can find my podcast on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And listen, if you want to be on the show, it's really easy to reach out. Just follow me on I have no underscore filter on Instagram. I would love to have you on here. Guys, have a wonderful Sunday. Have a wonderful week. I'll see you guys in two weeks. All right. Bye.